Hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, CEO and founder of Live to Perform, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Today's episode is titled 16 Bar Cuts. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. As artists, we work years, decades, sometimes our entire lives honing our craft, trying to become masters. And yet it's all for moments, for a great audition, for a great performance, for a great run in a show. But what happens in between those moments? We are doing battle every single day with ourselves and with the industry and with all the things going on in our lives. But the real question is, how do we prepare our minds, our spirits, our bodies, and our business sense to do battle and to win on the battlefield of our artistry? The Warrior Artist Podcast answers those questions and a whole lot more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you're listening to The Warrior Artist Podcast. first time I had to do um, 16 or 32 bar cut for an audition was for a major show. And it was really, really weird. I'd been used to doing full songs before then, at least being able to get through two parts of a verse and then a chorus, and then maybe even a bridge back into the chorus or or, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus out. I mean, it was, it was completely weird to think, okay, how can I cut this music down so that it makes sense, but I can also get across the fact that I know what it is that I'm singing about, uh, just basically by, if it was 16 bars, you know, doing a, a verse and a chorus. So, when I did it, I was literally standing in a chorus line. It was very much like the show. I, I was standing in the room, and there were about seven of us all lined up, and we stepped forward, and we sang our verse and our chorus, and we stepped back. I even would dare to even say it was an eight-bar cut. It was that quick, and that much of a cattle call. And so I stepped forward, and I sing and in the room and it's a small room we're, we're literally standing shoulder to shoulder in this chorus line and there's somebody at this cheapy old plastic table and there's another person who's videotaping all of this and so I step forward and I sing my verse and I sing my chorus and I think it was Who's Loving You by the Jackson 5 because that was very popular, what I, what I did for those type of uh, auditions back then. And I stepped back. And it is such a strange feeling because you literally work and you practice for days, weeks. And, you know, it must be like the Olympics on a much, much smaller scale, of course. But think about it. In the Olympics, Olympians practice for four years or more every single day and when it comes to ice skating for example you can practice four years for four minutes on the ice to determine 
the next four years of your life. If you win a medal, then there's all kinds of things that come your way. And if you're smart, you can really parlay that into a lifelong career. Even just not doing the Olympics, the next Olympics. So there it was. I had practiced. I had done it. And fortunately, I was asked to go to the next round. But I've gotten questions here because people can ask me questions at Justin at ilivetoperform.com. That's Justin at I-L-I-V-E-T-O perform.com. And somebody said, well, how do I best manage a 16-bar cut? And so I'm, I, my, my response would be, okay, well, you have to look at and study what are appropriate, what, what is the parameters of a 16 bars or eight bars? Sometimes you'll only be able to go in and just sing a, a chorus, a verse and a chorus rather. I mean, think about it. I'm going to make up a ridiculous song here. So if one, two, three, four, now this is my first measure. This is my second one. This is my third measure. Here is my fourth. Now we go into the chorus one, into the second of the chorus, into the third of the chorus, and we need to wrap it up right here. That's five. But as completely ridiculous as that is, that's it. That's an eight bar cut. Now, I'm not going to give you 16 because that's just ridiculous, but just think of the verse being a little bit longer and having a double chorus. Or maybe having the verse being twice as long and then having a bridge that was your four bars and then having an eight bar chorus. You know what I mean? So the question was how do I cut? A song to 16 bars and make it make sense. Well, my answer to you and to anyone else who's interested is you need to listen to all the music you can. Listen to as much music as you can. And I'm sure if you listen to this, you probably listen to music of all kinds on your listening device. But start to listen to it with a different ear. Start to listen to it and count along. Now, if it's Radiohead, you're going to do some some crazy counting because <laughs> Tom York likes to do things in five and all kinds of crazy time signatures. But if you specifically want to listen to music theater, start counting and thinking about how, okay, this verse is here. Oh, that's verse one. And start to analyze it and to see how the writers work. One of the things that I love to tell my students and teach my students is how to think like a music theater writer. When it comes to understanding our craft and leveling up and doing homework in a way that no one else does it, that helps to separate us from the 10 bajillion other actors and performers out there, when we do the homework and when we do the work, and specifically with the music theater song, when we attempt to think and analyze the song as though we were a music theater songwriter, then a whole new world of understanding and possibilities opens up to us. It's like any game. First you learn the rules. Then you learn the rules 
that you can bend. And then ultimately you learn the rules that you can break. We see it every single Sunday in football, in every sort of major sport, there are certain things that you can get away with, you know, infamously, you could call a holding penalty on the offense every single time on the line if you wanted to, because there's some element of the offender holding onto the defender to make sure that the defender doesn't get to the running back, quarterback, whoever. But with our game, there it's there's nothing different. If you begin to analyze it and you think like a music theater writer in this case, and you start to say, okay, how did they craft this chorus, this verse rather? Okay, here's the verse one, here's the second half of the verse, here's the chorus, okay, here's the bridge. Okay, do we go back into another verse? Again, it probably would go to another verse and then a verse. So you begin to analyze it at that top layer, and then you go below that layer and you think, okay, if the music theater song is a device that moves the plot forward what is point a and then what is point b c d depending because some songs you can move through a, a bunch of different plot points and within the span of you know three to four minutes you can have a huge transition on stage where you've flown from one country to the next right and during the song and all that makes sense because literally you're gonna i don't know if any of you remember indiana jones movies where they would have the map and the red line and the plane and then you know they would go from uh, wherever they were montana or wherever it was to new york and then stop and then new york to london and then london London to Cairo and then Cairo to wherever they went. Well, it's the same sort of thing with the music theater song. And when you begin to analyze it like that, you begin to see, okay, here is the general structure, like a building. Here is the foundation. Here is the skeletal system of it. Okay, verse, verse, chorus, verse, verse, bridge, chorus, chorus, out. And you throw an intro in the beginning. Then you start to analyze, okay, what are the plot points that are happening here? Okay, my character starts thinking this one thing here, and then something happens to change their mind here. And then this, and you follow it and you begin to see the story, the self-contained story inside of the song. And then when you begin to see that, then... When you understand the structure, and then when you understand the actual, I don't know what I would call it, the, the facade of the building in our analogy here, when you begin to understand the plot points and where you are going and why the character is going there, then you can start to cut into the music and it is just like cut and paste, just like the old film people used to do when they would literally cut the negatives and paste them together to make scenes, cut things out and literally things landed on the cutting room floor. And that's where that comes from. And so, as that phrase comes from. And so when you do that, then you can start to make cuts and you can make cuts any which way you want. It may be a challenge to convey those things to your uh, piano player, but with technology now, literally you could cut and paste the document together. If you just printed it out, you went to whatever sheet music 
site you want to go to or, or photocopied it from a book that you had. And you could cut things together, but only if you understand the structural elements. Now, if you really want to make big cuts like that, you also need to understand the chord progressions too. And that is the third layer. That's the advanced technique. You must be mindful of where the song is going in terms of the musical elements because there could be key changes between uh, verses. There often are. There could be all these crazy transitions. There could be a chord progression, a, a, a series of chords that happen one way in the first verse but then happen a different way in the second verse, and you must be mindful of that because if you go into it willy-nilly and you just start literally cutting and pasting things together, you're going to confuse the heck out of of your accompanist and it's going to botch the whole thing. But if you just want to make cuts in the progression of the song as it goes, cutting things here and there, it helps to know again the song structure and then the actual plot structure. But just double check and more often than not, the chord changes are written above the music itself. Sometimes they just have the letters. Sometimes they have it. If you want to play on guitar, they show you the tab, you know, for my guitar players out there. And, uh, well, they show you the tab. They actually just show you the, the actual chords and the fingerings of the chords. But you know what I'm saying. So if you want to make a 16-bar cut that's effective, that is the way that you do it. And your accompanist will love you. The people you're auditioning for will love you. Oh, and I have one last thing that you have to be aware of. Every good story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And this goes for just whether you're singing the whole song or whether you're singing an 8-bar, 16-bar, 32-bar cut. You must be aware of the fact that you have to convey... (laughs) I feel sorry if it's 8 bars, but you can do it. Easier if it's 16, even better if it's 32, the whole song you got to make. But you must convey the beginning, the middle, and the end of the story. And when you are cutting things down, you must be aware, again, when you talk about the plot, you got to be aware of the beginning, the middle, and the end. And if you can come in and you can have a strong beginning, and then you can take us on a journey or take your auditors on a journey from, from that point, place to the next place, smoothly transition us with uh, your acting ability and with your body and with your face and with your voice. And then you can take us to the end where there's a resolution because isn't there always some sort of resolution? More often than not, I shouldn't say there always is, but there usually is some sort of resolution because again, if we remember, one of the reasons why we just don't have a acting scene or a book scene rather in there is because we want to use something different to move the plot forward. And what is a great way to do that with song, right? So, the character's got to be going somewhere. If your character ends up emotionally in the same place at the end as they were in the beginning, you gotta go back and do it again. Something's not right. Because the whole point of them wanting to cut the song down, or one of the whole points is, A, to make it shorter so that they don't have to go through, you know, huge cattle calls. Casting directors don't have to spend three minutes on 300 people. Instead, you can cut that down to about a minute or whatever, you know what I mean? It's just time thing. But also, they want to see if you can deliver 
a full story, beginning, middle, and end, in 8, 16, 32 bars. And they want to see it quickly. They want to see it efficiently. Done. So, remember, start listening to music theater songs and count out the bars. Count them out. Just, just, just do it. You'll see it. And eventually you'll begin to just feel it. You won't have to count. You'll be like, okay. And you can probably already just feel, here comes the chorus. Oh, here comes the bridge. Okay, the bridge is almost over. Okay, reverse is almost done. You just get a feeling. But in that feeling is one thing. Being able to articulate that is another. So if you just focus on counting it out and just getting the feel for it, when you need to go make a 16-bar cut, it will be infinitely easier for you. And then, if you begin to really analyze the songs that you're listening to as though you were a music theater writer, and, okay, here's where this, here's where they start in the beginning. Okay, here's all oh, that. This is where they start to change their thoughts, or some event happens that, that changes their perception, whatever it is, and then, okay, boom, here's the resolution. Oh, maybe they go back to thinking and reminiscing about how things were in the beginning, but then it strengthens their resolve to do something different in the end. You know what I'm saying. Start thinking about your songs that way. Not only will it help you, it's a great acting exercise, but it's really starting to mind map the progression of the plot and the story and to think like a music theater writer and then on top of that if you really want to get technical start looking at the chord changes and see the different progressions and how they go and how they change or how they don't change and then lastly remember that every performance of a song in our audition or in our performing on stage must have a beginning middle and an end music theater writers write those songs for the express purpose, well, not the only purpose, but one of the express purposes is moving the plot forward. There must be a change in the character from the beginning to the end. And if you've done that, you're doing your job and you're doing it right. And you're doing it well. All right. That's all I got for you. I'm Justin Belborini and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast.